Um, one student from Iran, he was saying that when I'm in a culture, sometimes I'm doing things, and according to some of my other cultures, I'm not supposed to do those things. Uh-huh. So then it's sort of like an inner struggle going on because I'm breaking some of the rules of some of the cultures, but I'm doing the stuff that you're supposed to do in the other one. Uh-huh. So for some people, it's hard, depending on how many rules they have and uh-huh. how strict they are. You're listening to Speaking of Language, a podcast recorded at the Language Resource Center at Cornell University. I'm Dan Gable, Technology Manager for the LRC. Each week, we explore a topic related to language pedagogy and second language acquisition. This week, on Speaking of Language, where do you call home? In this episode, we speak to Alice Wu, an intercultural consultant at Cornell University. Alice is the creator of a series of films about global nomads and third culture kids people who've spent their developmental years living in multiple countries, building relationships to many cultures while not having full ownership in any. Alice discusses the challenges and benefits of growing up this way and what people of transcultural backgrounds have to offer our increasingly interconnected world. Well, so here we are this afternoon with uh, Alice Wu. I'm Dick Feldman from the Language Resource Center. Alice has a, a, a varied uh, background in language teaching and uh, uh, cultural uh, workshops of various sorts, but she has a special interest in something called third culture kids. Is that right? Yep. Third culture kids and global nomads. And global nomads. Are those the same thing or are those different things? They're pretty similar. I see. Um, one person made up one uh, term and another person made up the other term. All right. People who have this kind of background have usually lived in more than one culture or country. Often they've lived in many countries and cultures, and so they feel like they have parts of the different cultures uh, in them, but they don't feel like they are strongly affiliated with any one country or culture. Sounds like they're kind of lost. Some of them are. Um, Some of them aren't. It kind of depends. A lot of them, I think almost all of them see this as a, a really huge benefit that they can gain a lot from the experience, although it does have its challenges also. Uh Uh-huh. Well, how did this happen? I mean, are these people who's, uh, I guess, in the military is one way that happens? Yes. So um, often they have parents who are um, uh, either diplomats or missionary, military, international business, international agency, international education, international something. So uh, Uh their parents have jobs that cause them to move a lot, so the kids move a lot as they're growing up. I mean, before you even get to other cultures, just moving around that much in your own culture would seem to be a, a, a challenge and uh, with, uh, I suppose, some benefits. Yes, it is. Um, I think one thing that's really hard for kids if they have to keep moving is they have to keep leaving their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is that um, they don't know if they're going to be able to do the things that they signed up for. Like maybe they're going to be the lead in the school play or they're going to be the quarterback Mm. on the football team, or they're going to get to go on a trip to somewhere, and then it turns out they're moving, so then they get to not go, (laughs) which is is difficult. Yeah, I think leaving friends also, for especially for kids um, and teenagers, is really hard. Yeah, yeah. Actually, one year I was taking my family overseas, and I had a daughter in her mid-teens, and uh, she told us later that she uh, contacted a lawyer to ask if she really had to go. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> How old was she? 14 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's came, a hard age. Yeah, and of course he told her that, yes, she did. <laughs> that's <laughs> that funny. Was, yeah. Well, did she have a good time? I think she did in the end, yes. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, she was fine. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, I think it was about leaving our friends. Yeah, it's really hard at that age, especially because your friends are everything at that age, I think. Yeah, yeah. Do some of these kids have uh, have sets of friends in five different places that they've kept in touch with? Yeah. Um, some people, I know one student now who um, grew up in Ithaca part of the time, and he still has friends that he was um, friends with up until about fourth or fifth grade. And now he's back again, and he's like... 20 and he still is in touch with those friends ah, um, uh-huh. so and then he's lived in other countries like Italy and Spain and India and um, other states like California and places but huh. he still has friends different groups of friends in different places I mean technology has made it easier to keep track of people oh yeah it's so much better now <laughs> than it used to be for global nomads and third culture kids or just everybody uh, uh-huh. because you know with Facebook and um, FaceTime, Google Hangout, Skype, WhatsApp, all that stuff. People can keep in really good track of their family and their friends. You said there are advantages and disadvantages. What are some of the advantages of being a global nomad versus growing up as I did in pretty much in one place? So we, we took trips places, but we always came back and there were my friends there. And I always came back to the same place and knew that one place really was home. Um, there's a lot of advantages. Um, some of them are the sort of the obvious ones. Um, you get to go to interesting places, see different kinds of places or have interesting experiences. Like I have pictures of one kid riding on camels uh, in the desert mm. and another kid is like visiting pyramids. Um, there's all kinds of interesting things you get to do. You learn languages. Um, you're usually um, proficient in a lot of languages if you live in different places. Um, and then your outlook is um, is changed so that you're very generally very open-minded, Um Flexible, adaptable, non-judgmental. You can see things from the perspective of other countries and cultures. Um, usually, know a lot about um, the world and other countries. You have sort of a first-hand knowledge of what another culture is like. Not just oh, they're on the news and who cares, but uh-huh. more you know people who live there. You know what the country's like. You know more about it in depth. So, um, yeah, there's. I mean, a lot of really good benefits, I guess. Um, but you know, there's also challenges because. Um, as you said, you knew where your friends and your home were. Yeah. And for a lot of these kids, I think that's like the main thing that they don't really know where their home is. They don't really f- maybe feel they have a home in a certain place. Um, and uh, sometimes they feel kind of rootless um, in terms of where they belong, where their home is, where they should go back to, or they feel kind of in between places. Mm-hmm. They miss things from both cultures or they miss uh, people in both places or um, they sometimes they have issues of cultural identity in terms of not knowing exactly what their culture is um, and feeling parts of many cultures but not just one culture, which some people are fine with and other people find more problematic. Uh-huh. So does it vary a lot? Are there some people who come out of this saying, you know, I this has just been a real problem for me growing up. I'm left confused and sad and dislocated and I'm so jealous of people who grew up in one place. Uh, do some people have a generally negative stance about the whole thing? I've only met one person like that. I see. I've known a lot of these kids. I seem to meet them all the time. I see. <laughs> Not only students, but like adults who then I find out, oh, yeah, I lived in Italy for two years. Oh, yeah, I, I lived in Switzerland for four years. Um, but people don't usually talk about it right off the bat. Um, but almost everyone I've talked to, I've made three videos about students um, over a 20-year period. Uh-huh. Almost all of them feel that they wouldn't want to give up their background and that they feel it's very positive in general, although they do see challenges. But a lot of them have said explicitly, I would never give it up. I would, you know, I'm really glad I have this background. I'm really glad I had this chance. And 
a lot of them end up doing work that's related to their background or um, they have skills that they can use later, like they go into writing or uh, mediation or counseling or advising, communications, journalism, all kinds of things. Um, oh. So they make good use of it. And they keep usually they keep traveling or they keep living in other countries. Um, I've been in touch with some of them. I did a survey uh, of what they were doing later when they were no longer students and they were adults. And all of them said that it had had a really strong impact on their lives, um, where they wanted to live, what kind of work they wanted to do, who they wanted to marry, how they wanted to raise mm. their children, um, just all kinds of things, how they look at the world. So some of them continue to travel around in this, uh, well, nomadic fashion, I guess you could say, even when they aren't following their family around. Yes. Um, some of them end up um, also doing um, State Department or diplomat or um, military or other kinds of work, international education. So they end up working in different places. Um, one of the students I know um, taught in international school. Uh, after he himself had gone to international school. He was from I see. Yeah, Indiana, right. and then he went to Egypt. Um, I think we're teaching Egypt. in international schools, you can kind of choose your city, can't you, and move around the world a lot? Uh, yes. he was a, He's now in Peru, and he was in um, New Delhi, and he was in um, Khartoum, like he was in, and he was in Tokyo. He was in lots of different countries. Whoa, seriously, around the world. Yes. So people don't necessarily tend to be like, Middle Eastern nomads or uh, Far Eastern nomads or South American nomads? People are, like, really all over the world? Um, the students I know, um, they seem to have moved around all over the place. Um, I think because when they were growing up, they tended to move all over the place, too. Um, there was one student who was born in D.C., and then she lived in uh, Japan, India, Israel, Sweden, Finland, <laughs> and somewhere else, and then ended up in college in the U.S. again. Um, but she, um, yeah, she lived in lots of different countries. And then this one student I mentioned, he had lived in Egypt most of his life, although because his parents were teachers in international school. Uh -huh. And then he ended up teaching international school himself after he lived in Brussels and Tokyo and several other places. Uh -huh. But then he ended up working in, I think now it's the third different international school. And he said he keeps meeting people, his former teachers from other former international schools that he attended as a kid, ah. um, or people seem to, or some of the kids that he went to school with now are international school teachers or administrators. So they, he said it's kind of a small world in terms of um, knowing um, all these people that end up, you know, in the same places that you are. Huh. Huh. So do these people tend to know each other? More than you would think, actually. Yeah, ah. it's the whole small world, uh -huh. you know, idea. When I did my video in 2001, um, it was filmed on uh, six different campuses, and I had help from five different people who were filming on the um, four of the other camp campuses um, because they were in, like, Colorado, California, um, uh -huh. Ohio, uh, Maryland. And so um, they... Um, I, I knew a lot of these students from their videos because the people would film their panels and then... Um, send me all the videos. So I felt like I knew a lot of these students from watching them millions of times, choosing which clip I was going to use for the video, but I hadn't actually uh -huh. met them. Um, and then um, a few years later, I did a follow-up study. And so I was trying to track down the students from the various schools, and I was using social media to do that. And I found one student who sounded like he was probably the right person, Greg. Um, and uh, so I emailed him and said, are you the person who went to this school in Ohio and so forth. And he was. So I sent him my survey and he was he did it right away. And then he said, oh, um, so I'd love to get a copy of the video. Could I get that um, from you? And I said, yeah, sure. What's your address? Um, and he was um, a, uh, a teacher in India at that time. 
And so mm-hmm. I expected, I started writing and I expected a, an address in India. And he said, oh, well, um, you can send it to um, Lansing, New York <laughs> after the street address. And I was like, right, Lans- right, right Lansing, New, New York? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that's where my mom lives. I was like, really? <laughs> I live like five minutes away from there. And he said, oh, really? I'm going to come visit in a month. We should get coffee. <laughs> so we did, actually. Um, so that was really fun because I'd never met him, actually. I just felt like I knew him because I'd seen him on uh-huh. video for so many hours uh, watching him to pick clips of what he was going to say. Um, but um, yeah, it turned out his mom now lived in Lansing, although previously they had lived in Egypt, they'd lived in Russia, they'd lived in all kinds of places, but now she lived in Lansing. So I got to meet him. And in fact, I got to videotape him again doing a follow-up interview. Oh, uh-huh. So nice. that was really nice because I had, um, it was about nine years after he'd been in the video um, and I got to see what he was like as uh, an adult. And he was by then um, teaching in international school. Huh. Um, in uh-huh. India, but he was visiting his mom. So, so that was funny. <laughs> and with that kid, um, I just had coincidences all over the place that everybody knew him. I kept running.